Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the second part of a new podcast series, Debt Consolidation. My name is Thad Ismart. I'm a senior financial planner at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. So in the first podcast, we talked about reasons for debt consolidation, sources of debt consolidation, why you should or shouldn't do it at a high level. So now let's talk about when debt consolidation is a smart move. It's a strategy that requires the following if you want to be successful. Your debt payments, this includes your rent and mortgage, all debt repayments don't exceed half of your monthly gross income. It's a quick formula. So your monthly debt payments, including rent and mortgage, do not exceed 50% of your gross income. Your credit needs to be good. So you have to qualify for a card with a 0% or low interest debt consolidation loan. You also need to have cash flow. Consolidating your debt doesn't mean you freed up other debt, because if you accumulate more debt, now you're in a worse position than you were before you consolidated your debt. So you have to have the wherewithal to not look at freed up debt, <clears throat> meaning if you consolidated credit cards to a low interest credit card, the zero balance credit cards are not available for you to use. You gotta be diligent. You have to be diligent not to use those. Also, you have to have the cash flow because if you consolidate your debt, make sure you can pay or have cash flow to pay for that new monthly debt repayment. And if you do choose a consolidation loan, make sure you can pay it off. The goal should be to pay it off within five years. And here's an example when consolidation makes sense. Let's say you have two or three credit cards. Interest rates range from 11 to 25%. Credit is good. You might qualify for a unsecured debt consolidation loan, 7.99%, which is significantly lower than the 11 or 25%. So it makes sense. You want to consolidate. You have less interest accruing each month, which means that you can make quicker progress to paying down the debt. If you can transfer higher interest debt, and that's all relative, depends on what it is, but if you can transfer it to a lower interest rate, you're saving money. There's no reason not to do that. For many people, consolidation, it creates a, um, a sort of light at the end of the tunnel, meaning you can see it now. It, I know where I'm going. It creates, it, it creates a sense of urgency to pay it down rather than just plugging along, hoping it goes down at some point. If you take a loan for a three-year term, you know it's going to be paid off in three years, assuming you make your payments and, and on time and you manage your spending. But if you, if you do a three-year, it's a term that you see, you know in three years, if you just make the payments, it's done. The credit card tells you, if you look at the statement, it could say, making the minimum payment, you'll pay X amount of dollars, you'll pay it off in 23 years. Well, that's not a real, realistic goal. Having that stake in the ground, you can see that it's going to be paid off at a certain point, and you'll be paying less interest over time. Is it a good idea to consolidate your credit cards? Maybe. Probably. Same concept. If you can get a credit card with a 0% interest rate, transferring it from a high-interest credit card could make sense. Just, as I said in the first podcast, understand the charges, if there are any, of transferring the balance and weigh the cost. The interest saved, does that exceed the charge on the credit card? If it does, then it makes sense. But again, you have to be diligent not to use that credit card that you just freed up. I've seen it many times where folks who are in a position where they have high credit card debt, 
transferring the credit card debt to a new credit card sometimes appears as they have money that they can spend. They have available credit. They look at it as money. A good rule is if you don't have the cash to buy it, don't buy it. If you need a credit card to make the purchase because you don't have the cash, you probably shouldn't be buying it. Unless it's a 0% introductory rate and you have the cash flow to pay down the payment over time. But if you don't have the cash, general rule is don't buy it. If you do consolidate your debt, it can help your credit. Some people may think, well, it's gonna hurt my credit because I have a new credit inquiry. It could temporarily, but the overall benefit of decreasing your debt balance, and there is another podcast I do on understanding your credit and your credit history, reducing your available credit, increasing, excuse me, reducing your credit balance, increasing your available credit, decreases your credit utilization rate, which is one of the factors used to determine your credit score. So increasing your balances available, decreasing your current balances, increases your decreases your credit utilization rate, that increases your credit score. So it's gonna improve your credit score over time as long as you make those payments. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to consolidate debt. If your debt is small, you could pay it off within six months or a year, current pace. If the savings does not exceed the cost, well, then it just doesn't make sense to do it. You don't necessarily need to consolidate a $500 credit card balance with a 20% interest rate if you could pay it off in a month, two months. It's not worth it. Um, if your total debts are more than half of your income, then debt consolidation would be the best option. But if it's not, then you may not want to consolidate your debt. Instead, instead seek debt relief as I mentioned, from a counselor. So again, if your debt is more than half of your income, consolidating your debt could put you in a bind where your cash flow does not permit you to pay it back. Work with a counselor to determine if there's a further way that you can reduce it by negotiating with the credit card companies. If you have questions, come see us at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Again, my name is Thad Esmart. I'm a senior financial planner. I'm always happy to talk. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.